Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is a Rogue Media Network podcast. This is 365 Sports, powered by Sikkim365.com. Former Baylor receiver but sideline reporter Ricky Thompson with us, and he has experienced the Texas-Baylor rivalry in the past. Ricky, what was that like for you? I don't know. Smokey was a lot of fun. It was always uh, a special game on our part. Uh, I think at times they claimed it wasn't on theirs, but I, it, it always was. And everybody in my era always goes back, which unbelievably is almost 50 years now. That sounds harsh, but uh, to 74 and what that game meant and the fact that that win on a grizzly day uh, propelled us to a conference championship and then we go back to uh, 13 and the win over Texas to cut out the lights and win the championship. Just there have been so many big games like that. Uh, Robert's big game, Griffin against Texas, 48 to 24 win there. And then uh, the guys here in Waco with a with a big win when uh, Lovett shoved the guy into the ground, the mm-hmm. Texas defender. There's so many different memories of those games. And uh, I'm sure this will be one for a lot of reasons, uh, particularly the fact that it may be the last one. And who knows where that goes in the future as far as scheduling. Uh, I know that either Texas or Baylor probably won't be in a hurry to schedule that game going forward. Yeah, Ricky, I'm not sure um... – who it benefits right right away, uh, and when when they would do that in the, in the coming years, uh, which is kind of a bummer when you see such a long time matchup going away. But how do they get some of that miracle in the Brazos juice uh, into this this team that look they got the win last week, but there's still it just feels like there's a there's a lack of oomph behind them. Yeah, I I, I would agree with that. I think. Uh... In the case in seventy in seventy four, I, I don't think at the time a lot of people thought we were going to beat them, but I think we did. Uh, 
we thought we were pretty good at that time. We'd had some wins on the road. We'd beaten Arkansas on the road and uh, played very well at number one Oklahoma in the first game. So we thought we had capabilities. We thought we were pretty good. And we, the other side of that, I think, well, we had some confidence going into that game because of some previous wins over good teams like Arkansas on the road in Fayetteville. Uh, and if you've ever been there to play a game on the road, that's a really tough place to win. So I think maybe confidence might be the difference in those two teams. But I'm telling you, just one win in the right ball game can turn the confidence factor around in a hurry. Ricky, what did you make of uh, the offense last week? And, and, and do you think any of, of that uh, attention, particularly to the running game, is something that, that carries over in any way? Obviously, Long Island's defense is nothing compared to especially the front of Texas they're about to face. But getting a Dawson Pendergrass going, getting a Richard Reese going, um, it, how beneficial, if at all, is that to what they're going to be doing moving forward? Well, I think it's beneficial. I think they're going to have to get them going. I, I don't think they're going to have a choice to – but to get those guys going in some form or fashion. And uh, I think we've seen that we can't be completely dependent on the passing game. Uh, Sawyer is inexperienced. We know that. I think he's struggled at times. I think he's got a really bright future ahead of him, but he's still a young guy. And with this Texas front uh, coming after our offensive line in a big way, I think you're going to have to take some of that pressure off with, maybe some outside quick screens or throwing the ball in some form or fashion, maybe to open that running game up. And I think Sawyer's going to have to play better. And I sure think he's capable of that, but I think we have to get the outside guys involved. I thought we would do that last week, but I think it just came down to a matter of the running game was working. We were running the clock. Uh, we felt like we were going to win the game that way. And I think we just stuck to it and, it was kind of fun to watch those guys. Pendergrass, what he he really, I think some of the y'all may have talked about it, but I really think a lot of his success is based on his vision. I think the guy really has great vision, a little bit like Abram Smith. He doesn't have the speed that Abram Smith had or the one step cut on the wide zone. But if you notice some of the cuts he made before he got to the line of scrimmage and he was running to air. And I thought that was really impressive on his part, particularly by a true freshman. But I think to get him going this week, you're going to have to have some success, some success, I'm sorry, to the guys outside. I want you to, what you brought up about Dawson, we are up in the press box near what is the north end zone. And there was a play, it was a simple play, it was zone read, it was probably off left guard or in between the guard and tackle. And what you just said, I remember all of a sudden, he just found like a sliver. It wasn't a big hole, but he found the hole. He could have run into the back of an offensive lineman. So I'm glad you brought that up because I did notice him finding that little extra, as you said, air to get some extra yards in a run. Yeah, Smokey, and I, I don't think that's something you can teach. I mean, you you try to teach running backs to run off this guard's hip, off this tackle's hip. Here's the cut that we want you to make. But the cut that they always want you to make is sometimes not there. And, and a guy has to react to that. And think about how fast a play happens and how quickly you have to recognize that air. And I think one of those, 
that you may have been speaking about, about was his touchdown run yeah, that I was. thought was stopped at the line of scrimmage. Uh, he makes a cut behind the line of scrimmage and goes in untouched. Uh, and this is not a guy with blazing quickness or speed. Now, I certainly wouldn't want to get in front of him because he would run me over in about two seconds. But for a big guy like that to have that top vision, only a true freshman, I, I just think he's got an outstanding future ahead of him. Ricky, Ricky Thompson, Baylor Sports Radio Sideline Reporter. Ricky, um, you know, obviously we don't know the ins and outs of what's going on with every individual player and whatnot, but in your experience, you know, I know also some of this comes down to quarterback play, and, and Sawyer clearly still hobbled. You can see some of his passes just sort of dying in the air last week. Um, but how do you get Monterey Baldwin going for a team that desperately needs some playmakers um, and doesn't have a lot of experience? I mean, he's a guy that could, you know, boost both of those categories, but um, you know, not knowing the full story of just where he is and all of that, uh, how, how do you get this guy going? Well, I agree. We don't know the whole story. We don't know the practice history. We don't know the off-the-field history. We don't know all of that. But to me, with a, with a guy with that kind of speed at some point in the football game, particularly this one, I think you got to send the kid deep. I know in most occasions he's in the slot, but there are a lot of ways to get to the deep route out of the slot, even – For instance, if you run a hitch outside, bring the corner up, he's automatically going to come hard if he sees his guy run a hitch. Then you man up inside on that, whether it be corner or safety, whatever it is. If it's Monterey out there, sure, they'll have a corner. And then you just run sort of a fade out of that inside spot. But you just tell Monterey Baldwin, just run as fast as you can and we're going to throw it out there and go get it. Uh, And we've seen the dude can run. Uh, I just think you've got to get him downfield some. He's, what, 170 pounds maybe. And a lot of these crossing routes, I mean, you see him kind of looking around, which I don't blame him if I'm that size. But I think the key to Monterey is to get him a touch and for it to be something deep. And I think not only would that be good for him, what – would it add to this offensive football team just to hit a deep ball? And frankly, I think that's one of Sawyer's better better throws. If you watch his deep ball, the nose really turns well. It's an easy ball to catch. Uh, he's good at getting up in the air and letting guys run under it. Uh, I think that would hit a strength of both Monterey and Sawyer to just get him deep a couple of times this ball game, and if nothing else, back those guys off. Yeah, I think you're right, and he does throw the deep fade. His one pass against Texas State when he came in, he threw a fade down the sideline on the far sideline that was beautiful that looked like it was going to give Baylor a little bit of a spark. Last thing for you, it is going to be a sold, it's sold out. It's not a surprise. Texas will have a ton of orange, burnt orange in the stands too. Can you f- sense the difference early in a game of what kind of a crowd, a locked-in crowd it might be or not? Yeah, I think you can. Uh, I, I thought early on before the weather, uh, considering Long Island game after a loss to Utah, actually the crowd was pretty good. I don't think there was a ton of fire or <laughs> excitement there, but I thought the crowd was pretty good. This one will be different. Uh, I think it'll be that way when these teams take the field an hour before kickoff. I do know Everybody I know that Baylor folks are going. I mean, I don't think anybody's cutting out of this one. They'll be there 
there will be a lot of Texas folks there. I mean, when you've got 60,000 students and however many thousands of alumni and you're number three in the country, they're going to be there. I Mm -hmm. mean, we've seen time when they didn't show up, (laughs) but it's generally when they knew they were going to get beat. So they'll be there and it'll be a huge crowd. It'll be really loud. And I think that's good for our guys. I think it will help them. I think they'll play better in that regard. I think our fans will be fired up and these are the ones you want. If you're a player, these are the games you want, whether they're at home or on the road, big games like this. And if these kids can't get excited and play hard in this one, I don't know what will do that. But I'm just guessing that throughout this week that they've been talked to about this atmosphere, but it's different walking out there and feeling it. And I bet that they really play hard. I, I can tell you from experience, just the first time I walked into RFK on a Monday night football game playing Dallas, and you go out an hour before kickoff and it's already full, uh, the adrenaline starts going. So uh, I just expect these guys will have a little bit more juice in them when this game starts than what we've seen in this first three. Thank you, Ricky. Appreciate your time. Ricky Thompson. Brought to you by Alliance Bank, Alliance Bank Central Texas, former Baylor receiver and sideline reporter. This has been a Rogue Media Network production.